Hello, welcome to Roger Plan episode 116. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Kingston, Jamaica. And today we're going to talk about impermanence in Japan. Mujo. So I've seen this movie back when I first went to Japan. Um, the second year I was there, 2012. And um, it was called Mujo. And I was going to, it's funny because I was on the way to attend a 10-day meditation retreat in Kyoto in the mountains. It's a silent retreat, basically. You just watch your breath and meditate for eight hours a day. It's tough, but it's worth it. And I've done it like four times now. Um, on the way to this meditation retreat from Hiroshima, I was on a bus and we got on basically and just uh, had time to ourselves. So I was watching this movie on my laptop and it's about this dude. Well, first of all, mujo means impermanence. And um, impermanence is basically, if you don't know, just uh, the way that um, things change and they will always change. And this is up to you to adapt to the change. Um, most people, I think, get identify with things that they do or things that have happened to them or things they own. And then when that state changes, which it inevitably will, they lose sight of themselves, of their lives, of what they should be doing. And impermanence is basically the Buddhist notion that Everything changes. There's no the only thing stable is change. And so, if you're able to stay constant in that eternal change, you got it. You got the juice. So, uh, watching this thing going into this meditation retreat, it was very insightful. It's a weird movie, though. I think I've spoken about it, spoken about it uh, in the movie mm-hmm. episode of Japan, where you can see it. But, um, you know, uh, where you can listen to it, sorry. It's basically about this dude questioning Buddhism and its rigidness. And is it really Buddhism if we're following all these rules and regulations? Is that what, is that what it is really about? Like, this is the question he's asking. And so he has friends around him that are devout Buddhists, that are priests, and some of them creating the wooden sculptures that are used in the practice and whatever, but he's actually living it. And to him, that means just challenging everything that he thought he knew. And whenever he feels something, to just go along with it and embrace the moment. And one of those scenes, like I said in one of the movie episodes, is that he has sex with his sister because they're having fun, like playing hide-and-go-seek with no masks around their house. And... Uh, they get kind of riled up, and then he just jumps on the opportunity to have sex with his sister. And they just start having sex all the time throughout the movie. It's quite weird, but he starts to challenge all of his relationships. So he goes to his mentor, and he notices his wife is flirting with him, and he has sex with her. And then afterwards, they have a threesome. And then he has this friend that is a priest in the temple, and he tries to 
uh, engage with him sexually, and it makes the priest very uncomfortable. But uh, yeah, sure, lots of sex, but beyond that, it's about him living in the moment and actually challenging what we consider to be status quo, uh, basically forcing change on these things. And um, I find it quite interesting because I've found myself changing quite a lot while being in Japan. Uh, you could see uh, when I first started, I was quite naive and green. And I was expecting a bunch of masters that had their skills down from years of dedication and, and effort and perseverance. And sure, you found some of those people working hard at their craft and their art. But uh, first of all, the number of years does not mean, does not necessarily guarantee quality. Uh, actually, I, th I think I remember, I remember reading a schedule, uh, article about how, in fact, the longer people work in one profession, the more they're prone to relaxing on the standards and uh, failing in competence or quality tests when put up against younger people in the profession. Because the younger people are more, because they're new, they are more cognizant of their actions and more aware of what they're doing so that they reduce as many mistakes as possible. And I guess the particular example was about doctors and hospitals and how doctors of 30, 40 years were just, uh, were failing competency or quality tests in comparison with uh, new doctors. Because uh, things change, and some doctors don't adapt, or some people don't adapt. And um, doctors in the study didn't adapt. They just allowed the health industry to pass them by, and they kept still with the knowledge that they had, and you know it wasn't enough for them to move forward and, and keep up. And with AI and robots and other major tech coming in, especially the blockchain, things are going to move along quite quickly. So if you aren't learning at all, um, extra hour a day or something just for learning new stuff, then you are at a severe disadvantage. And I think I'm, I'm going to be implementing, because mostly I read fiction and stuff, but I'm going to be uh, putting some nonfiction books on my Kindle so I can catch up. But yeah, uh, impermanence in Japan. First I came out, I was naive, thought there was going to be a bunch of masters. Then I realized, hey, these are normal people. And they do the same shit we do in the U.S. and elsewhere. And they have problems too. So let's relate with this suffering rather than trying to treat them as special gods, whatever. And um, view them as if they're better than us when everybody worldwide is of equal worth. Uh, as a human being, so, you know, uh, over time I began to meet more people, have more conversations, learn more Japanese, and I went deeper into working in companies and organizations and realized that uh, you got to keep changing yourself before you get changed by the environment, uh, and it becomes a passive relationship, and so then you end up just waiting for someone else to do something for you, rather than looking for handouts and stuff like that. I'd rather be active and use 
my knowledge and experience and skills to move in a direction that is beneficial to me. Because I know my situation the best, right? So stay impermanent. 2019, let's do it. You're fluid. Keep moving. Change is always there anyways. It's you that's got to grab on and hold on for dear life. Whoa. As always, you can get a free book about Japan and stuff at brandonchin.net. Go there, type an email address, get that stuff now. Why are you waiting here? Go, I'll wait for you. Yep, that's it. Uh, I was about to fall asleep, bam. So today is January 3rd, uh, 9.59 p.m. And I'll see you on the next episode. As always, share the podcast. Tell your friends about this shit, especially the ones that want to go to Japan. Say, hey, I know this podcast, Raw Japan. Better yet, send the goddamn link. A-A-A-A-A. And leave some reviews for people and stuff. See you.